0: ladies and gentlemen hello and welcome my name is maya rostami and this is one true temple this is a podcast all about becoming more of who you really are this is a podcast all about rediscovering your sacred inner world because you are the temple The temple is you, and it has always been you. I invite you to join me, as together we take a step out of the illusion. I invite you to join me, as together we walk hand in hand into the temple. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you enjoy this episode. Hello, hello. Hello, and welcome back. To one true temple. This is a podcast, like I said, all about becoming more of who and what you really are. What am I? You might ask. Well, you're not human. (laughs) That's like, that's all made up. You're not this physical body. That's all made up. You're not... The perceived identity that you believe that you are, that's all made up. And you know, it's funny because I, I know that, and I think, you know, that in like an intellectual or like an empirical sense, like it's the overarching truth, right? It's the overarching truth that you are not your body. You are not your name. You are not your experiences. You are not your emotions. You're just the experiencer of them. It's like, we know that at the highest level, how come we don't behave like that? How come I can't take this knowledge and really, really live as if I absolutely know in my bones that I'm actually, I don't actually exist. This is all just a play. I might've mentioned in one previous episode, I don't know, I I wrote something down a long time ago and it was something like, all the world is a stage. And that was something Shakespeare wrote. But I, I went and I took that and I expounded upon it. All the world's a stage. And we are all just grand, tremendous actors in every passing moment. If this is true, why is it that sometimes you and I are convinced that We're not just actors. We're not the souls having the human experience. We're actually very, very human. And the best I can really come up with is this is a very, very convincing experience. It's so beautiful. It's so precise. It's so miraculous. It's designed in such a flawless way that it's very persuasive. And so that's been like the only thing that I've been able to kind of like, like cling to as my life raft in my life right now. It's the fact that I'm not this, I'm just watching this play out. I'm the awareness behind the awareness. I'm witnessing all this. And then when I realize that it kind of just like makes everything neutral again, it's weird. It's really weird. So, okay, this episode, I'm going to talk about some big ideas. And I don't know if you're ready for them. But I'm just going to let her rip. Right? right. Um, One thing that I want to start with is, I don't know who needs to hear this. But you are such an inspiration to someone, and you don't even know it. There's somebody that loves you so much and that sees you as such a remarkable, remarkable human being. And you need to be reminded of that. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you are guided with so much love. You are protected with so much light. You are given this ability to experience because this universe, and God loves you. Everything is made for you. And you deserve to experience all of it. And know that you're safe experiencing all of it too. I don't know who needs to hear this, but you are perfectly, perfectly where you need to be. Where you are right now, experiencing everything that you're experiencing in this moment, is exactly where you need to be, nowhere else. So you're on the right track. Now, I wanna read something that, so, okay, again, I think I might've read a little bit of Muji in the last episode and Muji has been my guru lately. I I have a few gurus right now that are just downloading my brain with so much knowledge and, and really helping me open the gates of my heart I've been a very closed person. I've been, I'm just looking back on the years in review and I know that because I didn't receive the love that I preferred as a child, I didn't receive the nurturing from my mother or my father, I closed up at a very early age. And because I closed up at a very early age, emotionally, I created experiences in my life. My reality was reflecting my inner state and I joined the military. And the military is a very conducive environment to the person who's closed off emotionally. In fact, it's the most perfect environment for the closed off individual. And so the military didn't really help me to open up. The military actually helped me to up armor my already armored up self. And it's been really revealed to me in the past few months that I have so many walls around my heart. And so I've been engaging in a lot of things. Even this is, this is like a, an aha. This is like a realization that I've had even after going through what I would call my own personal spiritual awakening. And so even after that, I mean the spiritual awakening really is the catalyst to help you see yourself. Your spiritual awakening happened for a reason, on time, exactly when it needed to happen so that you can go through a process to to really discover who you really are meant to be and who you really are. And so going back to my own experiences, I've just realized, yeah, I've built like castle walls around my heart. I find it hard to cry. I find it hard to, even though I feel so deeply emotionally, I have, you know, when I, when I connect with others and I have emotions, I don't like to be vulnerable. I don't like to, it's almost like my belief system is saying, you know, don't be vulnerable because people will care for a moment and they'll stop caring. And so that's, that's a faulty belief system that I've realized needed my examination and still does. But anyhow, what I want to say about this is I've come to realize that when you are at the cusp of truly, truly realizing something or, or finishing a cycle in your life, when you're right at the tipping point of making a breakthrough of transcending old beliefs, old patterns, old conditioning, it is the absolute fucking toughest it's ever going to be. And you're probably going through that right now. And what I have to say to you is don't give up what you're doing is the absolute right thing. Stick with it, stick with it, stick with it. When you're the closest to making that self-discovery, when you're the closest to making that breakthrough, I believe, and this is what I want to read by Muji, by the way, I believe that there is something, there's something that wants to keep its hold on the regime. And, and this is exactly what Muji is saying here. So I'm just going to read this to you. Here's what Muji said. It seems as though there is a force operating within us that opposes our personal expansion into consciousness. A force that opposes our awakening into our true light. A force that opposes becoming happy and independent of our very poor relationship with our own thinking. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it because it doesn't need any drumming up. It's your mind and it's your ego and it's your identity. It is your ego, mind, identity. It is your ego, your identity, your perceived self does not want to lose stake in operating this avatar called you. Your ego, your identity, your mind is so sure that it is the best way to keep you safe that it, it has rooted itself down so deeply within you that it doesn't want to let go. It doesn't want to be uprooted. It doesn't want to be overthrown. Because it's created belief systems that if we don't operate with our mind, if we don't let our logic guide us through this human experience, we will have a poor experience. Things will go wrong. Accidents will happen issues will arise and we could hurt ourselves hurt someone else or die straight up it, it has the mind is so complex it's so elaborate that it's almost created the perfect security system to keep it from being infiltrated it's like if you infiltrate me everything just ceases to exist Every you die It's all done. And so I talked about this in the last episode. I really believe, I really, really, really believe. Listen to what I'm about to say here. I truly believe that the name of the game in this body is to wake up to what it really is, which is not the body. The name of the game in your human experience right now is to realize that mortal being, immortal being dwelling within it. Mortal body, immortal being dwelling within your mortal body. And we come here. It's it's very, it's so elaborate. It's, it's like, it's beautiful the way that it's all mapped out. Consciousness is so, so beautiful the way it played all this out. Consciousness wanted to experience itself. Consciousness came here. It's like, we're literally, and that's one of the things I want to talk about. Life is, it's just, it's literally, it's a play of transcending. Life is a play of transcending. The experience seems to be about waking oneself up out of one's own dream. Think about that. I'm going to say that again. Life is a play of transcending. The experience seems to be about waking oneself up out of one's own dream. It's as though consciousness creates some sense of a problem in order to have the experience of transcending the problem it created. Really, really internalize what I just said. Consciousness, it seems to just create a sense of a problem in order to have the experience of transcending the problem it created. Because we're all one. It's just us experiencing us, you experiencing you. You're having this aha moment right now as I say these words, and you're literally transcending old ways of thinking. Capture that experience, capture that emotion. That's, that's exactly what consciousness came here to experience. That ascension. So a couple of other things I wanna talk about. Recently, I heard of this analogy called the rubber band analogy. So what that means is, so we as human beings, we have this tendency to go to places. It's like we we want to experience the dark. If you could experience like the rubber band being pulled back, our soul, our spirit, the, the immortal being dwelling within us literally wants to go to those depths. It's not an accident that you may be in a place that your humanhood doesn't prefer in love, right? It's not an accident. It's no coincidence why you're where you are financially. If you don't prefer where you are financially, it's not an accident or coincidence. You're where you are emotionally. It's not, let me say that again. It is not an accident or a coincidence that you are where you are in the area of health, in the area of wealth, in the area of love, or in the area of happiness. It's not an accident. Because the rubber band analogy says we deliberately, our soul deliberately goes to these places so that we can create this potential energy of going back, going back, being pulled back like a rubber band so that when it's time, when we decide it's time to let go of all the darkness, all the experiences we've cultivated by being pulled back, all that potential energy is what makes us shoot forward and experience all the light on the other side, because duality is set up that way. It's set up that way. Exactly. It's like, you have to experience wherever you are in the polarity of your experience. It only makes sense that you experience the opposite end of that. It only makes sense. So you, you're probably going, so why, why would my soul? Okay. I get it. Like, But why does the soul like, how come I don't know that the soul is going there? Well, here's the other thing I wanted to talk about. I heard about this, this mechanism, which is called the motivational mechanism. Everybody has it. I have it. You have it. Everybody has it. It is always operating at all times without fail. It's always true. And it is this, you always choose in the direction which you believe benefits you so. If you're going to trust, if you're going to trust that your soul is guiding your journey and you're if you're going to trust that you are in the absolute right place that you need to be in right now, if you trust that, if you truly, truly trust that, then you know that your humanness hasn't been guiding you. You know that your soul has been guiding you. Your soul has been choosing your spirit. That immortal being has been choosing in the direction which it knows will benefit it the most but your mind remember the mind the regime that doesn't want to let go is like why are we here why are we, this doesn't make sense this is I don't even prefer to experience this I don't want this we don't want this we, we want something different the mind doesn't understand that the mind doesn't understand that the soul is always choosing in the direction that most benefits the soul's experience it has to come here and experience duality it has to and you know, I just hearing what I'm saying, I know that you know in your heart of hearts that when the pendulum swings in the other way, and it will, it will. The pendulum, when it swings to the other side, the joy, the excitement, the love that's experienced as a result of knowing what the other end of the pendulum feels like emotionally and on, on an energetic level, that knowing what the other side feels like emotionally and energetically is what makes the opposite to that just as sweet, if not sweeter. It's what makes the experience on the other end worthwhile. You can't come here and experience oneness. I mean, you can, that's the, that's the goal. But if we didn't have duality, this is probably the better way to say it. You can't come here and experience non duality first consciousness just literally wanted to experience everything so this was the way it has to be the way so let's see here i wanted to share some other things here oh here's another big idea that you need to hear every tool has been put in you to wake up from this illusion every tool not some tools you're not missing a few Not most of the tools, every single tool has been placed in you to wake up from all this. And that's the excitement. Like I said, it's all about transcending the experiences. Every tool has been placed in you to transcend every experience. If you think something isn't operating the way it needs to be, or you're not moving in the the speed that you prefer to be moving in, the only thing that's stopping you are the belief systems. Everything has been placed in you. All the tools have been placed in you to cut the belief systems and let them go or redefine them every tool. And sometimes that tool is the tool of navigation, being able to navigate yourself to where you need to be to hear. Is there any coincidence or accident while you're, while you're listening to this podcast? I think we're like, I don't know, 20 or 25 minutes in by now. There's no accident to that because you know, every tool has been placed in you. And you're arriving at the right place to receive the guidance that you need to just move forward. Okay. So some last ideas here, some final thoughts I wrote down here. As long as you identify as the person, you will always remain the victim. As long as you identify more as the person than the presence, victimhood will always be there. It'll always, always be there. So the, the most logical thing actually, I mean, it, it makes sense to my mind and it makes sense to my heart. I mean, it just makes sense to move in the direction that makes me realize that I'm not the body. I'm not the human. I'm something else because operating and living as the victim is no way to live in this lifetime. I've mentioned before, all of this is for you. This is all for you to experience. All of it. All of it wants to support you. All of it just wants to make, make this experience the best experience that it can be for you. And the only thing that you and I need to do is allow it. That's the only thing that you and I need to do is just allow it and know that we are deserving and worthy of experiencing it. That's it. So some final ideas I wrote in here. If you do, if you are not letting go and moving in the direction you prefer to be moving in, that can only mean you have a belief attached to staying where you are that makes staying where you are appear to be more beneficial for you. Again. If you are not letting go and allowing yourself to move in the direction you prefer to move in, that can only mean you have a belief attached to staying where you are that makes staying where you are appear more beneficial than where it is you prefer to go. It's all beliefs. It's all BS. So the question becomes, if I do let go, you gotta ask yourself, if I do let go, I'm afraid that something will happen that I don't prefer. What is that thing? That's really what it comes down to. We all the, At the underlying thing, whatever it is that we know that we've outgrown, we've evolved from, and we're ready to just proceed in our life, we have to find this idea If I do let go of this thing, I'm afraid that something will happen. That's what it really comes down to, that I don't prefer that will happen. What is it that I don't prefer that will happen? And bring that to the surface. Feel it. You got to feel it to heal it and let it go. Another question that I want to ask you and ask myself really is, why does it seem safer to deny yourself of what you deserve? And what usually comes up is, if I ask, why does it seem safer to deny yourself what you deserve? Well, I, I believe that if I allow myself to have what I deserve, then, you know, and something negative will happen. But the, the, here's the thing, like something negative can't happen if you just choose to be in the positive state in the positive vibration. But that's not easy for a lot of people because it's like, how do I stay in the positive vibration? My answer to that is you need to learn how to fall in love with life. You need to learn how to fall in love with how precious life is. How do I fall in love with how precious life is? You gotta give life a permission slip. You gotta give everything a permission slip to make you fall in love with life. Well, I don't know how to do that. How do I give everything a permission slip to make me fall in love with life? Start with the small things. Start with the things that already make you fall in love with being alive and work from there. You gotta find it. You literally have to find it. That's the only way. That is the only way. Why does it seem safer to deny yourself what you deserve? Because negative thinking, (laughs) because only it's like, because I I'm so negative that if I just like step out into the open, my heart is so walled up that if I step out into the open and allow myself to experience everything that I deserve, um, my, my walled up heart will cause a negative experience will cause the people that are interested in me or attracted to me or want to be friends with me or want to do business with me it's gonna cause them to realize oh I don't want to do business with this person okay I'm obviously working from a negative place um how do I dissolve that how do I dissolve that well, how about just dissolving the human <laughs> because whose heart whose walls if I look if if I'm looking, and I'm, who's looking through these eyes? Me, right? You. You're the one looking through your eyes. Well, who's looking at the person looking through their eyes? There's something greater in you, right? There's something beyond you. There's something behind you looking in third person watching that this is all just a play. And this person is literally choosing, using their power to create disempowerment. Because this person believes so much in their humanhood, in their humanness, in their ego, their identity, their past. All that, that is where the work is. That's where the work is. And now, The work is really finding which thing, which tool, which symbol, which technique actually is the one that you give permission to that lets you see beyond all of your BS, all of your belief systems. My thing is, you know what I realized that the biggest like permission slip is? It's love. It's love. Love can make you like literally drop any belief system that you have. Well, how do you get love? You got to give it. You got to be it. I don't know how to give it or be it. Okay. Um, How about DMT? (laughs) How about psychedelic mushrooms? How about something that makes you realize that you're not the fucking body? How about something that makes you realize that this isn't just you, that there's something way bigger going on here? And I, I'm serious, Like I, I really feel like heavy-duty conditioning and heavy-duty traumas require heavy-duty measures. They do. They just do. SSRIs, pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical drugs, they don't work for you if you got heavy-duty traumas and heavy-duty conditioning. Therapy doesn't work for you. Like getting to the root of the like the matter works. I'm telling you, there are things that are in this world. I'm just naming a few, right? Psychedelics is just one of them. But there are things that God and the universe placed in your experience because it knows that you were going to go through this. So the, the, the direction that you're afraid to go in, the thing that you're afraid to do, turns out you got to do it. The belief systems that you have that revolve around a certain thing, turns out you gotta examine them and rework them to get over yourself, to get over this idea that you're this person. Anything that you need to do to become reborn, anything. You're in the temple and this is the place to become reborn. Anything, listen to what I'm about to say. Anything that you need to do to wake up to the true nature of your being, do that thing. Go in that direction. That is where you belong. Anything, anything, anything means anything. Give permission to whatever it is that will wake you up out of this illusion. This illusion of suffering. This illusion of lack. This illusion of disconnection. This illusion of separation. Anything, anything that makes you wake up from this dream. Do it. Don't think about it anymore. Don't contemplate it. Don't wonder what people are gonna think about you. Don't listen to your ego and identity about how wrong that thing is. Anything that makes you wake up, you need to wake the fuck up. You need to wake the fuck up to what you really are, to how powerful you are, to the fact that you're creating all this and that you can literally make it exactly how you prefer. You can do that. You literally can. You just need to wake the fuck up to that. Whatever it takes right now, whatever it takes, whatever frightens you or terrifies you, do that thing. Do it, stretch your identity. Stretch it so much that it just snaps. And you're not even operating from this previous level of humanhood. And you realize, oh shit, wow, 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 wow. I get it now. That is the goal to wake up when you're in the right place because we're on the journey together. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I love you and I look forward to talking with you very soon.